the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody, another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a great show for you tonight. We've got a craft beer guest that's going to be joining me a little bit later this hour that's got an interesting trip that's going to be taking place next year. We'll get to that in just a second. Usual news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me very easily on Twitter, at Alcatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertgnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa Ready as well. We're on radio.com, iHeartRadio. And also, if you head over to the Hopped Up Network on Mondays, you can listen to the podcast version of this program uh, before 6 a.m. It's usually posted, and it's hoppedupnetwork.com. And there is a plethora of other a great beer shows that are on the Hopped Up Network, so you definitely have to check them out. Uh, now, coming up in 20 minutes, Hayes Humphreys, he's the Chief Operating Officer of Devil's Backbone, will join me. they got a pretty cool contest that I spoke about on last week's program. You can make $20,000, and all you have to do is hike the Appalachian Trail for five to seven months. Oh, and did I mention you get to drink beer while you're doing it? Yeah. Sounds pretty cool, and it takes place next year. Uh, but the interview will take place in 20 minutes, and Hayes will give us all the details uh, on that from Devil's Backbone. But let's dive into some news and notes and a couple of different things uh, that are going on in the beer world. And breweries across the nation are raising a glass to fight racial inequality. At least 35 states have signed on to make a new beer called Black is Beautiful. The organizer, Marcus B., he's the founder and head brewer of Weathered Souls Beer based out of San Antonio, Texas. He posted a recipe for an oatmeal stout online. Now, companies can put their own twist on it, but they're asked to customize the label. All the money raised will go to organizations working on police reform. Uh, the website is blackisbeautiful.beer. I know Kane uh, announced uh, a couple days ago that they are brewing it. Icarus in New Jersey, along with Four City, I believe, are brewing this beer. Uh, I'm hearing over 300 brewers in a number of different places around the world are brewing this beer, so that is very cool. And, of course... Um, a, pro, a portion of the proceeds of the beer uh, are going towards uh, organizations working on police reform. And, I, and in fact, I think many of them are donating um, some, if not all, of the proceeds to uh, places that are working on uh, organizations that are working on police reform. So this is this is really cool. And we're starting to see more of this now of these um, public recipes that are being put out there and folks are jumping on and donating the money whether it's to restaurants and bars, whether it's to something like uh, organizations working on police reform. So this is great. And uh, be interested to try some of the different versions that will be coming out in New Jersey uh, over the next uh, several weeks and months. And speaking of New Jersey, so on March 21st, Governor Murphy had issued the stay-at-home orders, which, among other things, effectively limited bars, tap rooms, and restaurants um, to takeaway and delivery service only. Now, obviously, there was... An issue for the brewers in the beginning. They straightened it out a couple of days later. And for the most part, it seems to be working very well. However, two Pittman, New Jersey craft breweries are being accused of violating the state's COVID-19 restrictions. Human Village Brewing and Kelly Green Brewing allegedly violated prohibitions against on-premise consumption of food and or alcohol. This is from the state's attorney general's office uh, the Friday before last. Both breweries are facing a possible 10-day license suspension. Rick Myers, who operates Human Village Brewing, denied violating the emergency order, calling the charges ludicrous. He says, we have not, he told the Post Courier this, he said, we have not been serving patrons in the tap room. I even got a sign on the door telling people not to come in. Both operations are also facing additional charges for violating COVID-19 mask requirements, an infraction which can bring a $750 fine. Look, if, if it's true, 
and you're going to get fined for this. It's kind of a dumb move, don't you think? Um, to be honest with you, uh, the ABC, and I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the Alcohol Beverage Commission in New Jersey, has really bent over backwards to help a lot of breweries out and, and bars and restaurants uh, during this pandemic. To, you know, kind of go against that, to jeopardize uh, getting a fine or possibly your license, is kind of a stupid move in my, in, in my purview. Now, I get it. There are people that break the rules. You know, buddy comes in to pick up his beer. You give him a beer on the side. You know, he's sitting in the back and talking or whatever. Maybe somebody saw it and reported them. I, in, in some ways, I understand that. I don't think it's right. But let's be fair here. They have done, they have gone above and beyond here. And I think at some point, I think you're going to see some of these um, rules that are, that are in place that allow them for de- you know to uh, let these breweries have delivery services. I think you're going to see it permanent. Right now, the uh, the bill that was passed um, in part by State Senator Vin Gopal um, extends the deadline six months past the pandemic or whenever things get back to normal. Um, but I know that they want to make this permanent in the state, and this state does need change. It needs change in its alcohol laws. The alcohol laws in New Jersey are archaic. They go back to the to the 30s and 40s, uh, some of these laws. It's ridiculous. You need to get into the 21st century. By, by breaking the rules here, this is not helping your cause. This only serves to stir up the pot for those who think, yeah, they shouldn't have all these rules. They should only do what we tell them to do. So, you know, we've got to be careful on those things. Uh, and uh, speaking, of, um, speaking of beer sales, off-premise beer category sales, Topped $1 billion for the second consecutive week. That included the Memorial Day holiday. This is according uh, to the latest one-week data slice shared by market research firm Nielsen. Uh, for the week ending May 30th, beer category scans and Nielsen track channels uh, increased 18.2% to just over $1 million. That total was just $28 million behind beer category sales during the July 4th holiday week uh, last year. Uh, Week-over-week sales of beer, FMBs, and cider increased 2.4%, making beer the only alcohol category and one of the few consumer good categories to grow sales compared to the prior week. Now, obviously, that that number is up because liquor stores in many states were considered essential, and a lot of people are buying booze uh, because they're stuck at home and they can't get to their local bar or whatever. So that's why we're seeing the number go up. Um the sales numbers, of course, come with a caveat. Uh, although the beer category continues to string together strong double-digit dollar sales growth in off-premise retailers, those gains haven't been enough to make up for the loss of on-premise sales. They don't reflect the entirety of industry increases or declines, and it's especially true for craft beer as an estimated 40% of craft volume flows through the on-premise trade. Um, speaking to a number of different brewers, as I have over the last week and a half, uh, I can attest to this. A lot of guys are saying... Their sales are good and they're up, but if you balance it with what they would have had in their tap room, they're not exactly sure if it's um, if it's a true increase or if it's just kind of balancing things out. Um, I think as restrictions are being lifted, and I'm just speaking of New Jersey only because New York hasn't gotten to that point where they can do outdoor uh, service in New York City. I know they can do it on Long Island, but New York City hasn't reached phase two yet, so I think they're still a couple of weeks away from that. But... Um, Speaking to a number of different uh, places, um, Wet Ticket is a perfect example. I spoke with Tim, uh, one of the owners, and the town is talking about closing off a section of their main street in order to allow restaurants to put more tables out uh, on the sidewalks or in the street to, uh, to cater to patrons. But where the brewery is located, they don't want to block off that part of the street because they have a parking garage there. So the brewery is limited in terms of where they can put how many tables out for space now they have a ba- they have a um, behind their building they have space, but bringing the beer all the way out there is going to be difficult. Uh, they have to walk through the brewery down a set of stairs. It's not an easy access point. And I, I believe when I asked them about maybe putting a jockey box out there and having a couple of kegs hooked up and having to switch them out time to, from time to time because the refrigerator is closer uh, to the to the back room, uh, they said it's not the the uh, the state wouldn't allow it or the the city wouldn't allow it because it, it flouts some alcohol rule, and they're not sure if the permit that they would have to pay for for outdoor service would allow for that. It only allows up to a certain point uh, of footage from the building. So it remains to be seen. I know a lot of these guys want to get going, and they want to get their their product out there to be able to make more sales. Source is talking about how they're um, next to their farmhouse. They've got a lot of open land. They're putting tables in. 
uh, umbrellas apparently that can withstand 40-mile-an-hour winds. They're going to do kind of a reservation type of service where you reserve two hours. You get to sit at the table with eight people, and then um, after an hour and a half, they're going to give last call. They're going to move you out. The next group of people are going to come in. So I think this is short-term. I think this is going to go on for about a month or so, and then we'll get back to normal, and maybe we'll get start getting some people back inside the brewery. But again, it's going to be a small percentage of people. So how much, how much are they going to really be able to make uh, as it goes on? We're going to see what happens here. Uh, I think the the takeout and the uh, to-go stuff is going to continue. I think the delivery service for a lot of these brewers, if they can do it, they're going to continue to do it. And finally, Lincoln Hole Creek has closed their um, satellite tap room in Richmond, Virginia. This is coming from Richmond uh, BizSense. CEO Lisa Pumphrey told the outlet the novel coronavirus a deciding factor in not renewing their lease on the space. The company will pivot in, into adding distilled spirits to its portfolio, which will be produced in addition to beer at its production facility. Lickenhole Creek's taproom closure is a more permanent thing from those of Three Floyds in Chicago and Flying Dog, each denounced indefinite closures of their taprooms. Three Floyds said they'll open at some point. Flying Dog has already said they're not going to reopen their taproom until June of next year at the earliest, uh, which is very interesting from a, a large brewer that does uh, a pretty substantial amount of business uh, down in Maryland. So we will see what happens there. Uh, with Flying Dog. When we come back after a short break, we got more news and notes from around the beer world. And a little bit later on, Hayes Humphreys, the Chief Operating Officer of Devil's Backbone, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Jay Sekulow believes defunding the police is not an option. With these police officers involved in this murder, and that's what I call it, is a crime. It should be prosecuted. That has to go. But the answer cannot be. It's so simplistic. Oh, we'll just dismantle the police department, and then we'll and then we'll come up with something that may work. What's that something? Well, they really don't know. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, Susan, how's your daughter? Must be so tough planning a wedding during this time. It's been a challenge. We're feeling so cooped up and fear people won't want to be at a tight wedding reception. Have you thought about a private yacht? That would be beautiful and impressive. Plus, plenty of fresh air. Good idea. I'm ready to get something on the calendar to look forward to. Call Francesca at Fran's Touch of Class. She'll fill you in on the yachts and describe the delicious cuisine and all the services provided. She'll make every detail perfect. If you're planning a wedding or engagement party, a corporate event, birthday or anniversary party, bar or bat mitzvah, why not consider having it on a luxury private yacht? Let Francesca find you the yacht that's best for your event. Fully insured, Coast Guard certified and compliant with all COVID-19 protocols, she has beautiful vessels in her fleet that can accommodate from two to over a thousand, and guests can board at convenient locations throughout the metropolitan area. Call 212-385-9400, 212-385-9400, or visit franstouchofclass.com. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer relief factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to i'm taking relief factor yes it's a triple dose but it doesn't have any negative side effects and i am doing just fine thank you very much that's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com.
Don't worry, the vocals are coming. Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Don't worry, the vocals are coming. I'll tell you all about where you can follow me and all that other good stuff in just a second. A little Van Halen for unlawful, unlawful, I knew I was going to screw that up, for unlawful carnal knowledge. The song is right now, and right now, here's Sammy Hagar. Right now, turn this thing around. Let's hope we can turn this thing around. That song came out in 1991, and it, it is a fabulous video. If you've never seen the video of Right Now, you should see it. It's great. It's still relevant today. There's so much stuff going on in this country uh, that incenses me, that makes me crazy, and that's a song that we need now. And Sammy still plays it in concert um, with The Circle. They play that song because it's such it's such a great song. And I know that Van Halen got ripped for a lot of piano and stuff, and everybody thinks that it was Sammy who was the influence behind the piano, but it wasn't. It was Eddie Van Halen. He started experimenting with keyboards. Of course, 1984 is very keyboard heavy, and then just went on from there. I mean, that's what he wanted to do, and it was his band. So Sammy's like, hey, man, you want to do it? Just do it, all right? So it's a, it's a great song and, and never more evident uh, than now in these trying times. And... Uh, Look, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, the whole deal, iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, uh, Radio.com, Hopped Up Network, Alexa Ready, all that other good stuff. Uh, but, you know, again, we're in trying times in this country. We've got well over 35, 40 million people out of work. People are scrambling for a job to make a living to pay their bills. It's a really tough time for this country right now. We've got to come together instead of being apart. I'll get off my soapbox now. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Hayes Humphreys, the COO of Devil's Backbone, will join me. they got a great contest that's going on. you got to enter by July 31st. I spoke about it on last week's program. You can make 20 grand. All you have to do is hike the Appalachian Trail for five to seven months. Oh, and you get to drink beer while you're doing it. Pretty cool. We'll get all the details from Hayes uh, Humphreys coming up from Devil's Backbone. Just about 10 minutes from now. Firestone Walker uh, as, is retrenching from three more New England states. They laid off nine members of its sales teams in those states. This is coming from Brewbound. Their chief sales officer, David Macon, told Brewbound via email, Firestone Walker has been impacted by the COVID-19 event like many other breweries. The loss of the on-premise in, uh, entirely in our eastern markets has left us having to right-size our sales efforts to match the opportunity. So they pulled out of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Connecticut, where its offerings were distributed by Sheehan Family Company's subsidiaries. I'm not going to go through all the different names, but it was in, in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. Uh, they had great difficulty ensuring that we could ship enough beer to keep it fresh in those states. They didn't want it sitting on shelves. I get that. They'd already stopped shipping to Vermont, Maine, and, Maine, and Rhode Island two years ago, and so they have pulled out of basically all of New England right now. Uh, but they um, and they were before the pandemic had hit. Firestone Walker had been eliminating positions in New England through attrition. Uh, all nine employees worked in the brewery sales and marketing departments and remain on partial furlough until they can find positions elsewhere. That's great. They're also diligently uh, hoping to uh, redeploy some of those folks out west. Firestone Walker's uh, remaining East Coast footprint includes New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina, and Washington, D.C. Boy, am I glad they're not out of New Jersey. Firestone Walker makes some fantastic beer. I love getting their stuff. In fact, I got a, a bottle of uh, 
2019's Parabola sitting in my refrigerator. Can't wait to crack that open. They make outstanding stuff. I've got to get one of the guys from Firestone Walker on. I keep putting it off, and I shouldn't. I've got to get one of those guys on one of these days. Um, news from Brewery Strong, which is great. Uh, Rob Callahan had posted this uh, the other day on Facebook. He writes, thanks to my great team and all the awesome breweries throughout New Jersey. Thanks to your donations and hard work, I was able to sign 47 more checks to go along with uh, the letter that he posted on Facebook that will help individuals in the craft brewing industry and hospitality industry in a time of need. They have helped 94 people in less than two months. That's awesome for a grassroots organization. Round three of applications is open. The applications can be found by going to brewerystrong.org. That's from Rob Callahan and the folks at Brewery Strong. Great job, Rob. Great job, Brewery Strong. And thanks to all of you who have donated to Brewery Strong. You've helped 94 people that are out of work in less than two months. That's awesome. As we continue on here, uh, news and notes on the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. Trogues has announced the release of its gracefully dank once-a-year double IPA, Nimble Giant. Uh, this was one of Hershey, Pennsylvania's brewery's most loved beers. The annual release rivals its iconic holiday ale, uh, Mad Elf. Uh, Nimble Giant uh, has a number of different hop combinations, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Azaka. Uh, this Nimble Giant clocks in at 9% ABV, ripe with notes of grapefruit, pineapple, and honeysuckle. The, this deep orange double IPA, well-balanced by a backbone of Pilsner and Vienna malt, and drinks effortlessly. Uh, you can uh, get Nimble Giant available on draft and in four packs in cases of 16-ounce cans wherever Trogues beer is sold. And to learn more about Nimble Giant... Just go over to their blog on uh, Trogues' website, and you can get more information there. Uh, Atlantic City officials are temporarily lifting restrictions against open containers of alcohol in an effort to give the bar and restaurant industry a boost during the pandemic. People will now be allowed to walk with cocktails along a two-mile stretch of the boardwalk, as well as in Gardner's Basin and some other non-residential areas. Mayor Marty Small says he hopes this is a shot in the arm for businesses that have been devastated by shutdowns related to coronavirus, Open containers will also be allowed during special events provided organizers obtain the required permit. I assume those special events will be, let's say, if they put on a concert on the beach or something of that nature. Although, I don't see concerts happening uh, anytime soon. Obviously, Bethel Woods uh, just came out earlier this week that they have canceled their entire concerts late for the year. They're moving everything to next year. Uh, that's upsta- in upstate New York, where in those areas they were already in stage two, and probably by July they'll be in stage three. But again, you have an entire industry in the concert business that's out of work. So I can't see how um, special events, maybe if they have a movie on the beach or something like that. But again, you've got to um, you've got to uh, obtain the proper permit in order to have that. Uh, um, the open container in Atlantic City on the boardwalk. But that's a great first step. That's a great way to help those people uh, in a time of need right now, and they certainly need it. Finally, our good friends from Source Brewing, of course, portions of the Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer, are brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer at the Source in Colts Neck, New Jersey. And, of course, we're doing this home brewing contest. Uh, I believe everyone has been contacted who has um, qualified to get into the home brewing contest uh, I'm going to release a post. If I haven't done it already this weekend, it'll be out first thing Monday uh, with the people that are tagged in it, it on their social media accounts, who's in it. We cannot wait to start tasting your beers. Got to have them in by July 4th. Those of you who have uh, gotten an email from us and have responded, you've got to get your beers by July 4th. We are looking forward to it. Now, Source came out, uh, what was this, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday of this past week. Um, they are going to release a special edition of Source of Hoppiness with can artwork proudly displaying the beautiful color spectrum of diversity. So they put out a statement and they said, At Source Brewing, we stand firmly against social and racial injustices and believe that all human beings deserve to be treated equally, period. We, along with the rest of the world, have been mounting, uh, mourning the tragic murder of George Floyd along with so many other innocent victims who came before him. We believe that there cannot be a just system unless the law is applied equally to all human beings, regardless of race, socioeconomic status, gender, sexual orientation, or religion. While we love our industry and community, we also acknowledge that there are some shortcomings with lots of room for improvement, especially when it comes to diversity, inclusion, and access to education and resources. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. 
Uh, it's a little long, but they're releasing this special edition of Source of Hoppiness with the can artwork proudly displaying the beautiful color spectrum of diversity. Cans will be dropping both at the Source and at select retail locations throughout New Jersey on Friday, June 26th. A portion of the proceeds from this special release will go directly towards sponsoring a scholarship for a beer lover who wouldn't have otherwise had the opportunity to get a professional brewing education. We have also created a GoFundMe page to help raise additional funds for the cause. All money raised will go directly towards paying for the education for the most deserving minority candidate. That is awesome. And they have educations and candidates uh, with an S in case they get one, you know, two people, three people, depending on how much money they raise due to the sales of Source of Happiness, or if you go to the GoFundMe page and uh, you help them out. Just go to Source Brewing's uh, Facebook page. And you will find all the information about this. The can art looks great. The beer is awesome source of happiness. This is, again, it's dropping uh, Friday, June 26th. So you can't order it now, but you can order it on Friday, June 26th. And let me tell you something. If you don't jump on beerbroadcast.com right at 9 a.m., you're going to miss out on it. But you should get in on this because this is a great beer. And if you want to help in other ways, if you can't get the beer, their GoFundMe page link is on their Facebook page. You definitely want to check that out. And if you can donate... Any little bit will help. Five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever you can donate. That is a pretty cool thing. And the, a person is going to get uh, sponsoring a scholarship for a beer lover who wouldn't have had a chance to get a professional brewing education. That is pretty awesome. Kudos to the guys at Source. Uh, I'm just, I'm tickled pink. That's just, it's phenomenal. Now, when we come back after a short break, Hayes Humphreys, the COO of Devil's Backbone, will join me on the program. And this program is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's clear and 63 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Dr. Ben Carson says it's time for America to grow up. On ABC's This Week, the secretary says we need to stop taking offense to everything. Carson also went after the movement to rename certain places. He asked if we should rename universities due to them having something to do with the slave trade. Complaints against bars and restaurants in New York not following social distancing guidelines are pouring in. At his news conference today, Governor Cuomo said the state received 25,000 complaints of large gatherings of people not social distancing or wearing masks at bars and restaurants. The highest number of complaints in Manhattan and the Hamptons. The governor said local governments must crack down on violators and enforce the law or else he will roll back reopening in those areas. In sports, NASCAR is set to become the first professional sport in the United States to have fans in attendance amid the coronavirus pandemic when it races at Homestead Miami Speedway. NASCAR will allow up to 1,000 Florida service members to view the race from the grandstands. Fans will be screened before entering. They are required to wear face coverings and must stay a distance of at least six feet apart from one another. Next Sunday at Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama, 5,000 fans will be allowed in the grandstands, while admitted numbers of spots for motorhomes and campers will be available outside the track. Traffic delays are minor at your Hudson River crossings. New Jersey Turnpike southbound. Do keep in mind between interchanges 14 and 12, you will see the ongoing construction closing all lanes till 6 in the morning. For tonight, mostly clear, low around 58 degrees. On Monday, sunny with a high near 73. Sunshine on Tuesday, high near 76. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970, The Answer. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. No one we grew up with could have dreamed of what we have been able to accomplish. Our mother was born in poverty to sharecroppers. She was living the American nightmare. So for us, the American dream meant not only the freedom to find love and follow our faith, Freedom meant not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we should vote for. In Uprising, we talk about the world we grew up in and what led us to rebel against that world. 
and how rebellion led us to speak out on politics and reach millions of viewers and how you can reach others too. You've seen us and you've heard us. Now read all about us in Uprising. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Dan Proft, weeknights at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. You know, I did need an excuse to play Glenn Campbell and Gentle on My Mind. And this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at AlbertGNYCRadio.com, iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those two platforms. And we're also on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. Not only will you find my show, but a bunch of other beer-related podcasts on that platform as well. Now, my guest is the COO of a brewery based out of Virginia, and they have a cool trip that you can enter now for next year if you love hiking, beautiful scenery, and beer. Well, do I have the trip for you? The name of the brewery, of course, Devil's Backbone. The website for more info on it is dbbrewingcompany.com. Let's welcome to the Craft Beer Cast, Hayes Humphreys. Hayes, how are you? I'm great, Al. Thanks for having me. You got it. Now, Hayes, hiking and beer just seem to go together like peanut butter and jelly, green eggs and ham. Uh, was that the idea behind this contest? You know, it doesn't hurt. Our brewery is uh, nestled in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains outside Charlottesville, Virginia. And so we have always had a really tight connection with uh, with nature and, and everything around us. Um, and we also happen to be right off the Appalachian Trail. So over you know, the decade or so that we've been open, we've hosted thousands and thousands of through hikers walking from Georgia to Maine on the Appalachian Trail and gotten really familiar with with their stories. And, and so, you know, that connection to nature and those specific individuals really inspired us to uh, to try to pair these things up. That's that's pretty cool. So what duties does being the chief hiking officer entail? So the duties of the chief hiking officer are to go out and live out the uh, the devil's backbone value we talk about ourselves being slow by nature Um, we make slow beer so we make lagers for the most part they take over a month uh to uh to really mellow out and and get to the place we want them to be so we've always been slow brewers and then we believe in slowing down from a lifestyle perspective you know getting outside stopping to smell the roses uh, enjoying some of the small things in life and so the chief hiking officer is the embodiment of those values we want that person to Go out there, um, explore the trail, have an adventure, meet all of these amazing people that that put down uh, their life for for six to eight months and and set out walking to to see the world, to learn about themselves. Um, And then along the way, right, there are all these wonderful uh, trail communities um, that support through hikers as they make their way from, from Georgia to Maine or vice versa. And so we want them to explore those places. There's a lot of great breweries in those towns, and so we want this person to be an ambassador um, for great beer and its connection to hiking as well when they when they stop in the trail towns. That That is pretty cool. But just so folks are aware, uh, Hazen, you mentioned it, uh, the contest that they're going to be entering, you have to be available to hike starting next year for the, for at least five to seven months, correct? Yeah, so we, we our goal is that our chief hike officer next year will be able to hike the entire Appalachian Trail. It's uh, about 2,200 miles, um, and, uh, you know, you hike up to 20 miles a day most days. Uh, and so you're walking from Mount Springer, Georgia, all the way up to Mount Katahdin in Maine. You'll take off in in uh, March, and uh, if you stay on pace, you'll get up to Maine um, by August or September. So nice. uh, it is a you know, it's it's an aggressive trip more than anything. Um, the mental fortitude to to get up and go every day um, is the most challenging piece from from all the conversations that I've had. I have never actually done it myself, but um, but you know, it's hard. Your your feet hurt, and and every day you have to walk up and down walk up and down the hills for sure. for twenty plus miles a day. So, 
it, it's it definitely requires endurance. Absolutely. Talking with Hayes yep. Humphreys, the COO of Devil's Backbone Brewing. They've got a contest you can enter by July 31st to become their chief hiking officer. Website to enter is dbbrewingcompany.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. And I'm glad you answered that question for me, Hayes, because I, I just assumed that the hiking trip was going to start from Devil's Backbone and then work its way up to Maine. But you're, the, the per, whoever the person is that gets selected will be starting from Georgia and walk their way up the entire trail. Yeah, so that's the, the more common way to do it. The weather's a little better that way. Devil's Backbone is located at mile 842 on the trail, so we're a little less than halfway up. We're a great stopping point. Uh, like I said, we host about 1,000-plus hikers every year who hmm. often take what's called a zero day with us, so a day where you hike no miles. It's a big deal. You don't have a lot of days to, to not make any progress, but you know we have this beautiful 100-acre sprawling brewery with beer gardens and campsites and all kinds of things and so it's a, a nice spot for for you to take a day off and uh, eat eat a couple of meals drink a bunch of beers recover and then get back on the trail the next day there's nothing wrong with that uh hayes in addition to the stipend of twenty thousand dollars i understand you're going to be outfitting whoever is selected with camping gear yeah so we're going to get you all uh all set up to uh to make the journey make sure you know as we would for for any of our employees, we make sure they have the right equipment to get the job done. We're going to make sure that you have the right equipment to get the job done as as a hiking officer um, and uh, make sure that you can get from, from start to finish. That's pretty awesome. Now, since the pandemic started back in March, how has Devil's Backbone, uh, since obviously tap rooms were shuttered, and I understand you do have a wide footprint where folks can buy your beer at places that were open, but locally, what has the brewery done to assist during the pandemic? Yeah, so... Quite a bit. We have a, um, you know, like everybody, we had to scramble and, and figure out some new ways of doing business. We closed our restaurant, went to, you know, carry out and, and started delivery for the first time ever, you know, just as, uh, you know, for, for reference. I grew up in in Brooklyn where our brewery is, is uh, you know, 45 minutes from anything that you would describe as, as a population center. There's 15,000. There's probably more people on my the block I grew up on in Brooklyn than there are in our entire county down wow. here in Virginia. So. Wow. You know, uh, starting starting delivery and carry out was a was a hairy prospect, but we we got it up and running and it's been working. Um, you know, we wanted to really support our community. It's a place where there's a lot of food insecurity um, on a regular basis, and so we started providing um, food to the community. We set up a pay it forward meals program, so people who um, came in and ordered food from us could also buy food for somebody in need, whether it was somebody who had lost their job and didn't have access to, to food anymore, or people who are just super busy, first responders who don't have time to go to the grocery store right now. Um, and uh, they everybody could come to the brew pub and, and get a meal, no questions asked. And that was a has been a hugely successful program that, that continues today. Uh, we are also really lucky that we are also a distillery. So we are able to convert our Distillery production into hand sanitizer um, and support the local health systems here and first responders and make sure that all the people that we need in an emergency were outfitted with the, the right kind of protective gear from a sanitizer perspective. Um, so those were kind of the two main things that we were we were in a good position to do, and both felt good, and both I think were, were pretty successful. That's that's pretty cool. And, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned you're, you're originally from Brooklyn. I know New York and New Jersey – uh, I'm I'm based obviously in Lower Manhattan, but I live in New Jersey. When this whole thing started, that was a big deal for brewers both in New York and New Jersey. How do we get our beer uh, to people that want to come to our brewery? And the um, the delivery service has been a godsend for a lot of these breweries. It's kept them in business and it's kept them moving. So that's a great thing that you guys were able to take advantage uh, of that. Talking with Hayes Humphreys, he's the COO of Devil's Backbone Brewing. They got a contest you can enter by July thirty first to become their chief hiking officer. The website to enter is dbbrewingcompany.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. So final question from me, Hayes. Let's say you were the guy heading out onto this hike. You said you've never done it before. Let's say you were that guy that was walking out there. Which Devil's Backbone beer would you want with you on the trail to drink after a long day of hitting the trails? Oh, man, that's an easy question. Now, my Desert Island Devil's Backbone beer is our Schwartz beer. So black lager, medium-bodied, lots of flavor, but very refreshing. It's heavy, you know, so you get a lot of flavor and a nice light package. It's really dry. Um, I have always said that that is the beer I would I would take to a desert island with me. So, 
that's that's the, my answer. I'm sure it's full of good nutritious minerals and and, uh, and vitamins too. So it would help <laughs> me out on the trail. There you go. There you go. That's an interesting one, a Schwartz beer. I would not have expected that. My guest has been Hayes Humphreys. He's the COO of Devil's Backbone Brewing. This contest that they have, you can enter it by July 31st to become their chief hiking officer. You go right onto their website to enter dbbrewingcompany.com. You fill out a couple of things. They want you to submit a video. Uh, if you have social media, and obviously if you're on social media, you have to be. you got to have an Instagram account. Uh, and they want to see uh, stuff that you've done, but you can enter and put all that information in at dbbrewingcompany.com. Hey, Hayes, thanks so much for joining me. Very much appreciate it. Good luck with the contest. Thanks. Talking to you, Al. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt believes most of America want police. When the Democratic Party put their arms around defund the police, 75% of America at least said, what? Maybe it's 85%. It might be 95% of America said, are you out of your minds? Defund the police? We love the police. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6 on AM 970. The Answer. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving the country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corrie Ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code WNYM. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com and promo code WNYM. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, the final segment of the program. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Hopped Up Network as well, HoppedUpNetwork.com. Uh, for more information on that, we will dive into suds and duds and a uh, bunch of different beers. Got some some new stuff. I'm picking up some new stuff th- uh, uh, this past weekend that I will try and and get to uh, next week. The fridge was almost empty about a week and a half ago, and then all of a sudden it was like Bing! It just filled right back up again. And the funny part is, everybody keeps telling me I should go get a you know a little fridge, keep the beers. The problem with that is. If I do that, I'm going to stock that fridge to the brim, and I'm never going to get to a lot of the stuff that I have. I mean, I have stuff that's aging in the back that I haven't even cracked, and I'm trying to slowly go through it. And a lot of times it's beers that I want to share with other people, and since the pandemic, haven't really been able to do that. Um, Last weekend, I was able to sit with one of my neighbors, and we were able to go through a bunch of different beers. I brought over, I think, I don't know, six or seven beers and, you know, split. Actually, I brought eight beers over, nine beers. I gave one to him. To drink another time, and the other ones, we each had a can of a can of each, which was really cool. So, let's dive right into it. Uh, from Twin Elephant Brewing, picked up a can of Nosh, the El Dorado version of this one. Just another winner from these guys. Slam and brew, dank, creamy, uh, delicious. 
I love what Twin Elephant does. I, I don't get everything from them. They, I love the way they drop their beers. It's a really cool way. Um, it's kind of you got to be following their social media accounts, and they kind of randomly on the weekends, kind of on a Saturday at 8 o'clock or a Sunday at 7 or whatever, boom, they drop a beer. Sometimes during the week they'll drop stuff that are only in Crowlers. I love how they do it because if you're not paying attention to it, you miss it. And um, I love the fact that I just happened to see it one night, and I was, oh, okay, click, 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 boom, and I bought the beer. That's great, and they do great work. I cannot wait to get back over at that tap room uh, when they open, although it'll be interesting to see if they if they actually open theirs because of the outdoor dining. They don't have a lot of space in their parking lot, and I am sure they're not going to be allowed, like Departed Souls right now, and I don't know if it changed, but because they don't really have a sidewalk, and they're not allowed to put tables out at their loading dock, how's that going to work? So it'll be interesting to see if some breweries decide locally, "Eh, you know what, we don't have the space for it, we're just not going to open, we're going to continue doing takeout, and others, like the next brewery, Wet Ticket, will figure out a way to to open up. So Wet Ticket released Hop Died, which was supposed to be out a while ago, but because of the pandemic they weren't able to do it. And boy, I'll tell you, Tim, Al, a fantastic beer, hazy uh, really nice, just a slight bitter hop to it. I am really enjoying this one. It's under 7%. It's a great drinking beer. In fact, it was funny. Tim had uh, texted me on the day of the release, and they're also using beerbroadcast.com. Happy to have facilitated that. Um, a couple of breweries are on beerbroadcast.com. What tickets on there? I know 902 is on there. Uh, Source is on there. Uh, I think Carton signed up and a couple of others, but I don't think they're using it. Uh, and these guys at BeerBroadcast.com are doing a great job. Very easy to navigate website. And um, what I loved about it, about this beer, Tim called me, or actually texted me, the Friday, last Friday when it was being released. And he said, are you coming down? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm going to be there hopefully a little after 2 o'clock. They were opening early. And he said, uh, you know, come in, come, when you get there, just let me know because I want to I show you something. And he did and showed me a couple of things and basically was laying out the plan of what they would like to do uh, to do outdoor, uh, to serve outdoor drinks. So the town of Rawway wants to close off a portion of the street. I talked about it at the beginning of the show. But now their brewery, Wet Ticket, is beyond where they want to block it off. They're going to have difficulty putting tables out there, especially if um, they're trying to you know use utilize the street. The problem is they're going to have traffic coming in to the parking garage that's right across the street from them. My point is, you really don't have any other businesses right now that are... I mean, there's an antique shop. There's a couple of little things. But closing that street off, and if anybody from Broadway is listening, just listen to this idea. You close off that entire block, force people to go into the parking garage down the one-way street. They have to exit off that one-way street. Let them continue right down that one-way street, past Kubanu and... um, Oh, my God. What's the pizza place? Why can't I remember? Nancy's. Right, They go down to the next block, they make a right, and then they go right back out onto the main road. It makes sense. And you give the brewery the ability to put out some tables so that people can sit and drink a beer. I don't know if they're going to do that, but I hope they do because I'd like to go and have another hop died uh, while I'm at with Ticket. As we continue on here, Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A couple beers that I had gotten from Torch and Crown on their uh, beer and donuts pairing. Uh, Sub Rosa. Uh, their um, their lager, which is great, bright, a little bit hoppy, very nice, excellent beer. Kudos, guys. Their DFM, too, is really, really nice. Crisp, a little floral, a little bit of bite, juicy. Digging that one a lot. I like the experimental hops that they're using in it. Uh, it's a really, really nice beer. Excellent job, guys. Uh, the two beers that I picked up from Source Brewing uh, last week, Strawberries and Cream. Uh, which is fantastic. Strawberry forward, thick, but not a crazy amount, uh, really smooth going down. This is just a nice, like, warm. And when, I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I had it, it was warm. It was over 85 degrees, and it went down very, very nice. It's a little strong, but it was very, very nice going down. And that um, I really enjoyed. And then I had, as a portion of their single silo series, the Ultra Nelson. Uh, so good, a very crushable for a high ABV beer. Um, just another winner. And I have to tell you, I love can art sources. Can art really knocks it out of the park. A lot of their labels are very, uh, very bright, um, sort of, um, mosaic kind of sixties. Like I really enjoy that. 
you're going to love the next beer that they're going to come out that they're coming out with in their music series. Um, think sixties. That's all I'm going to say. Think sixties. It's going to be a great beer. Um, uh, <laughs> believe me, I know what the beer is. I know what the um, I know what it's going to be and wh- who it's based off of. But that's all I'm going to give you right now. It's uh, just think sixties. Okay, and there you go. Uh, the good folks from Untied and Matt Green. I got to thank you. Um, I picked up a beer earlier in the week uh, from Matt Green, and th- this was great. So Untied has been like everybody else has been doing these. You know, um, you know, selling out from the bre- selling selling out uh, selling from the brewery. Can't go into the tap rooms, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So they're doing the best that they can with what what materials that they have, and. Um, Matt and his staff over at Untied have done a great job. They're located in New Providence, New Jersey. Um, I've had a bunch of their stuff before. I've only been able to visit the brewery once. But um, Matt uh, Matt and his crew at Untied, they came out with a beer earlier this week called Untied Cares. And each of the um, hops in it spells out C-A-R-E-S, right? So um, they released this. They sent me an email. And I guess if you were on their email mailing list, they sent you the email. And if you were a uh, NJCB member... Um, you got you saw a post in the NJCB Facebook page, and um, they released this beer, Untied Cares, and they're doing you know they were selling it at a very inexpensive price nine dollars for a four pack. They were allowing you to buy two four packs, and it basically was for first responders. But let me tell you something: you figure all right, nine bucks for a four pack, two and a quarter a beer. That's not bad. Now I don't know if he's making money, losing money. None of my business. I, it's it's not my business. They sold out their allotment. I think they had a few more left, and they were selling it to first responders only. They were allowing them, if you wanted to buy a third you know, or a fourth, you could do that. Boy, let me tell you something. What a nicely done IPA. Juicy, just a hint of bitterness on the back end. Well done. Ended up picking up two. Uh, I sold one to my uh, my neighbor because he wanted it. You know, He likes Untied as well. I said, I'm going to go grab it. You pay me the 9 bucks. Perfect. You know, I have no problem with that. He gave me a couple of other cans uh, to try, which I'll be trying over the weekend. Uh, but that was great. And the funny part was the the day before that this beer got released, I went into um, New Jersey Wine Cellars in Cranford. They they do a nice little job of stocking some good Jersey local craft beer. And I saw that he had Untied Brewing in there, which I hadn't seen before. So I said, oh, okay. So they had their behind schedule, their Kettle Sour Ale. And I wanted to get that for my wife because she's into Kettle Sours. And I was going to take the trip up to New Providence. And then I said, you know what? When I saw this, I said, oh, saving me a trip to New Providence. I only have to go to Cranford. Okay, great. So I bought it, and I ended up cracking a can and trying it. And I'm not going to lie. You really need to enjoy citrus for this one. Uh, I like the flavors a lot. Big lime hit on this, but you really have to enjoy grapefruit and orange and lime. You really got to enjoy those acidic citric flavor, citrus flavors to really enjoy this beer, and I'm hoping that my wife likes it. But let me tell you something. This was fantastic. And I ended up picking up another can of something from Untied that they were selling by the can, which I'll try next week and, um, and and review and let you guys know. But I'm thinking, oh, all right, good. I don't have to take a trip to New Providence. And then the next day, Matt comes out with this beer, uh, Untied Cares. And I said, well, I guess I'm making that trip to New Providence. Something must have been telling me when I was in Cranford that I was going to eventually make that trip to New Providence. I'm glad I did because, obviously, I want to support as much local as I can. Uh, at, during the pandemic. If you haven't been to New Providence, you should check them out when they open up. But you can go online, go on their Facebook page, you can check them out. They have a whole list of beers, uh, for uh, cans for sale, as well as uh, Crowler and Growler fills as well. You definitely want to check them out. Uh, Untied's doing a great job. And thank you, Matt, uh, for the couple of samples. I will definitely check them out and review them uh, on next week's program. Uh, but, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Hayes Humphreys, the COO of Devil's Backbone. Uh, they have this cool contest. You can get twenty grand. Hike the Appalachian Trail for five to seven months, and you get to drink beer doing it. dbbrewingcompany.com for more information there or to enter. And, of course, everybody that's involved in this program, and, of course, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.